You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Hey, I'm Racy Ray. And I'm Randy Simone, and we're here to bring you Love Drought Podcast. So, Reese, what's been going on with you lately? Um, you know, doing my community stuff, doing my um personal I am Kirby Vixen thing. Okay. I'll talk more about that later in life, you know, being a talented third grade teacher, you know. Um okay. like I'm doing really good with that. Now she went over her states and she learned about David Banner and Big Crick. Hey, um, up a child. Hey, she was going over like social studies words or whatever, and she was playing Rick Ross BMF in the background. You know, hey, it was edited. She Googled who Larry Hoover was. I feel like you learn extra in social studies. I'm going to give you a sticker for the day. Okay. Um, That, and I'm sad I missed the car show last week, but I'm going to. You love your car show. And and then I went on hell date last night, but that's another topic for another day, another show. I just thought about this show that used to come on BET. That show was trash. (laughs) So are niggas, okay? I'm I'm irritated with niggas right now today. I might like y'all later on in the evening. At this moment right now, I don't like y'all too much. Hey, well, I understand, sis. I understand. Um, otherwise, that you know, life's great. I'm still pretty. I'm still fine. I'm still intelligent. I can breathe. I can see. I can dance. I can twerk. Beyonce hair flip. Okay. What about you, Miss Randy? Oh, child, just trying to stay sane and healthy and safe. Um. It's a lot been going on, a lot, lot, lot been going on. A lot of us have had some heavy days with a lot of the, you know, things that are going on um, in the world and in our, you know, inner circles, um, working, um, trying to stack this bread, as mugs I things to do. Um, I'm not trying to have this pandemic slow me down all the way because um, things still have to be done. Still trying to find, you know, little slivers of travel happiness. Um, We're the United States is the ghetto, and a lot of countries are the ghetto. (laughs) A lot of countries are not letting us in, and rightfully so, to be honest. Um, I keep seeing on Twitter that. Um, America is a third world country with a Gucci bill and I couldn't think of a better description absolutely like so a little you know I got some projects I'm working on um, doing a lot more writing um, these days so yeah yeah man just trying to keep my head above water um, trying to take care of my spirit and my mental space um trying to be present for others but also you know stepping away when I need to and looking in you know how it goes so you know just trying to keep a steady pace so and not let everything this shit show of a country drive me crazy man Definitely using the uh journal more. Listen, uh, <laughs> journal is bay like going down to one of the lakes here and just posting up and pulling out my journal is that's definitely been like my my little piece of heaven lately. Um, because yeah, you gotta you gotta get it out one way or another, whether it's with therapy, whether it's with in a journal or both, like you got you gotta get this shit out. Or it will it will literally eat you alive. Stress will kill you. Stress is the I ain't gonna say it might be the number one killer in black people. It could be. If not, I oh, know sorry, it's the never mind. 
It's who? It's the police. Oh, that there's a lie you did not tell. I'm with you when you write. It's them. Sorry. So it may be number two, but it's definitely up there in the top five. Okay. Well, I am glad that you are doing all those things and taking care of yourself as best as possible and your little mini me and (laughs) that's girlfriend she's like going on going on 40 (laughs) she's definitely going going on 40 40. she gonna get us together (laughs) got her a bathrobe and she don't know how to act like She's like, I just need some tea this morning. Girl, you got class in 30 minutes. Tea yourself and eat some cereal. But yeah. Oh, my gosh. So why don't you tell the people what we're talking about this week, Gracie? We're going to talk about deal breakers. Mm. <laughs> Come on. I don't even know where to begin, but oh, child. So, deal breakers. I think I think a lot of times people do get confused with deal breakers. Um, there's a big difference in having preferences and standards. Some things I can, you know, we we can work on. I can, I can, we can work on those, but some things are just, they're non-negotiables for me. They're absolute non-negotiables. Um, one of my biggest deal breakers is baby mama drama. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I have definitely dated men who have kids. Um, it's not something, even though I do not have kids myself yet, I am not, against dating men with kids um because let's be honest we're in our 30s most of the people in our dating you know dating pool have kids that's just the reality um but one thing I do not do is deal with the drama don't pull me into that um because I feel like that's bringing stress into my life because if I look if I care about you then I guess depending on where we are in the relationship, I may or may not have met your child yet. So if I I have met your child, you know, we could be establishing a bond. I care about your child. So now you're stressing me, you're stressing the child, you're stressing the person that I'm in a relationship with. If we're in the same household, you're causing, you know, you're bringing stress into my house. That's not something I'm going to deal with. I make very clear when I'm dating someone with kids. If you don't have a healthy co-parenting relationship or y'all are at the point where we just don't deal, we we don't really speak to each other like that. We we have our drop-offs, you know, set up, you know, I pay what I'm supposed to pay, whatever, then that's fine. But if it's drama, I'm not doing it. Cause I got, I have enough stuff going on and I try my best to stay as far away from any type of drama as possible. So the baby mama drama is not something that I do. Um, parents and siblings being in the relationship is something I don't tolerate. I'm not fucking your mama or your dad <laughs> or your sister. Fuck them and fuck <laughs> if you got can't understand the difference. I, um, you know, over the years, um, I've been dating for quite a while. I've learned that keep your business, your relationship business to yourself as best as possible. Um, that's not to say that we're not going to sometimes talk to our friends if we're going through things, but be very careful about what you share because the thing is when you are telling whoever mama daddy sister brother best friend cousin about your relationship problems they hold on to that okay so after you've moved on and you've forgiven your person for whatever they did this person that you were telling you know spilling your heart out to about them is looking at them with a side eye, ready to, cut, hold ready on to it. 
I don't think that all people hold on to it. Some people do hold on to it. Um, right. I and it also depends on how much you tell them, like, and how long you've been dealing with that person. But I need you to keep outside influences outside out of our relationship because it's you and me. Um, again, I don't have a problem with you talking to your friends or whoever you need to for advice. I feel like everybody is, most most people are going to do that. But what I'm not going to tolerate is I dated a guy whose mom stayed in our relationship. And I'm like, now I see why you and your your mom's relationship is what it is. And this, I'm not competing with your mom. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. If that's where you want to be, then you can be 50 years old, still living up under your mama, still up, still on your mama's tip. I'm not the woman for you. I'm not doing it because I will put your mama in her place. Respectfully so, or maybe not depending on where she goes with me, but I'm going to try to be respectful uh, out of respect for you. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to deal with um, so you being someone's puppet and our relationship, an outside influence. Um, financial abuse. It's not something I'm going to deal with. Um, any type of abuse. Physical, emotional, verbal, but I said specifically financial abuse because I don't think that people talk about it enough. Um, I've watched people be financially abused and be stuck in situations that they literally cannot get out of because of the financial situation that their significant other put them in. Not going to do it. Um... Part of that for me is I've always been taught to have my own and anything a man brings financially into the relationship is, is additional, but I was always taught to never depend on a man 100% financially because you end up, you can end up in a bind and I, I, I couldn't imagine being in that space. Um, Another deal breaker for me is um, not, it, it might seem small, but for me, it's really big, um, not being in tune with my love language. I am very big on words of affirmation. I also deal with anxiety. So being with someone who understands that me telling you that I need reassurance is not a want. It is literally a need. Otherwise, my anxiety will take over and I will question every single piece of this relationship. Um, it's sometimes think, something that needs to be taught and I'm willing to do that um, because you can't expect people to, to just get it. And I have had to learn that over time. Um, but if you're not willing to learn to learn that, um, it's about learning how to love people in the way that they need to be loved. Love is not love is multifaceted, um, and that's why love languages exist. People need to be loved in different ways. It's like somebody could shower me with gifts, and then if I never heard "I love you," it wouldn't mean shit to me at all. Um, so those are, those are some of my deal breakers. What about you? What are, what are some deal breakers for you? Um, I don't do baby mama drama. I don't have baby daddy drama. I don't do baby mama drama. I'm not going to sit here and argue with your baby mama about nothing. Hello? I'm not going to be hidden. I like open communication. You can't communicate, then we can't fuck around because I can't. You can't tell me how you feel. I don't feel comfortable telling you how I feel and I don't need to be fucking with your ass. Period. Period. <laughs> um, listen to listen, not to react. Mm. It goes to communication. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't have a motherfucker. I'm trying to talk to you and you sitting up here want to just back jab everything that I said to you. Did you listen to anything that I said? Did you hear anything that I said? In- that, that, I'm sorry. It brings back a flashback from the last motherfucker I was fucking with. You too big. First of all, you, you don't have baby mama drama. You got ex-wife drama. Oof. Plus your ass don't know how to communicate. Plus you 50. No, I don't have time. Um, age, come on, bro. 
Come on. I like the same type of love shown to me that I'm showing to you. So if I feel like I'm doing too much, I'm going to disappear. Call mm-hmm. me ghost. And this ain't power. <laughs> Matter of fact. Um, yeah, I, get it. I, I I absolutely get that. I don't. Four of my um, deal breakers. Um, at least have a car because I hate driving already. <laughs> I haven't been in the passenger side since my last date and not the recent last night date. I'm talking about the start date. So mm-hmm. that's that. Um, have a job. I'm. I mean, um, you know, if you dabble in the streets, that's cool. But we are a particular age now, so right. I need you to have some stability. That part. And then it's like I'm not one. I'm not a judgmental person. I know people have different walks of life. Things mm-hmm. have happened in the past that may have put you in a place where, um, put you in a place where you're probably not comfortable with. But that's how that's how you're maintaining your life at this moment. But what you doing um, to change it? No, not that. But like, have a job. Because mm-hmm. motherfuckers will be like, oh. I'm looking for a job. You've been looking for a job for six months. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if there, you, if you don't a man, have a job, what are you, what steps are you making? Out her mm-hmm. as a man, there's plenty of jobs for you to get out here again. Because this jobs that I can't get as a woman that a nigga go get. Okay, speaking of jobs, be ambitious. Don't tell me that you don't want don't want to work at this place because your motherfucking feet hurt. You too grown for that. Oh, okay. I just had a flashback. So this motherfucker told me <laughs> I didn't want. I, I I can't work there. This paying, oh this paying like twenty five dollars an hour. He like, oh, I I can't work at that type of job. My feet be hurting too bad. One thing I can't stand is a lazy man. So I briefly dated this one guy, who so for starters, his father, um served for the country and had passed away so he was stuck on this i know my daddy got some money somewhere that's owed to me like he was like on it he was like because i've been working since i first of all do had only been working for like 15 years like so it wasn't nothing like ridiculous maybe 15 20 years and he was like i'm i'm tired like i'm ready to retire i know my daddy after he didn't serve for this country he got some money somewhere that is owed to me he was like, I want to go work in a gas station where I can sit down all day. Let me tell you, I ain't see that man no more after that. Get out of my face. Please go away. Because one thing I don't, I, because I have drive, I don't like any, I can't date anyone who is complacent. Like, I need you to have goals. And you telling me that at 30-some years of age, that all you want to do is work at a gas station so you can sit on your ass all day is really disgusting to me. Bye. Bye. Now, if I get, now, granted, that's not to say that I'm judging anybody who works in a gas station because if that is the job that you could find, then that's the job that you find you can find. But for that to be an aspiration solely so you can sit down all day, that is what I have an issue with. And no, thank you. No, thanks. You're a bum, as far as I'm concerned. You don't have any goals or any aspirations. And no, absolutely not. Not doing it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. So you have yeah, any deal breakers? I can't think of no more deal breakers. <laughs> I mean, I could go on, but I know these people don't want to hear my list of deal breakers. <laughs> so I see you found a little article from uh, one of the many men brigade, <laughs> Mr. Apostle Wise Preach. The damn big head, motherfucker. So, <laughs> Mr. Apostle Wise Preach posted on the Book of Faces that he was looking for a Proverbs 31 wife who must meet the following criteria. 
the woman must be Christ-centered, must be absolutely gorgeous, can sing, must be light-skinned with a stunning smile. This nigga probably can't even change the turn. <laughs> be between the ages of 22 and 27 with absolutely no kids. Again, must love Jesus more than anything else. Can cook and is tidy. Be an intercessor. Is between five foot, five feet and five four. Must have never been married. Submittable, submittable and a great listener. And hospitable and loves Jesus Christ more than him. Now, ladies, if you meet all of that, what Mr. Wisepreach wants you to do and is he five too. <laughs> you got to submit an application for review and someone will revert at earliest convenience. He said, do you have what it takes to marry a prophet? Nope, I don't. Nope. If, it's, if that's, nope, I don't, nope, I don't have what it takes to marry a prophet. Sir, goodbye. <laughs> How do you feel about, I mean... <laughs> I know how you feel about <laughs> this man is five two. His head look like the motherfucking with some little bobblehead. Matter of fact, what is it called? The little pop things. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, the little things that you the little yeah the little bobblehead figurine. No, nah, no, nah, this is a new look. It's a little toy oh. that pop something. Let me yeah. look this shit up. I know exactly. It's called pop something, but that's what the fuck his head look like on his body. <laughs> Like, dude, what? Can you can you change the tire? For you to what? You reach the oh, gas pedal. But um, can you cook for yourself? In my opinion, he's a he's a typical Twitter nigga. Jesus ain't say all of that, and it looked like he got titties from the picture. But anyway, <laughs> he's a typical Twitter nigga because okay. how many times over the decade plus that we've been on the Twitter have we seen this type of stuff where a lot of these guys want the sun the moon and the stars and can only offer pebbles well, they can't offer pebbles yeah. Yeah. <laughs> unless my dog food pebbles and that's from another girl who they messing with dog <laughs> and I'm like I don't have a problem with anybody wanting, you know, certain things from the person, from, you know, a potential wife or a potential husband. I get that. But, sir, first of all, and I don't think, like, you know, sometimes we see people trolling. I don't think that this is a trolling post. I think that this man was legit serious. First of all, then he got a receipt in her lining. Lord. First of all, listen, you took, listen. Listen, listen, there are more important things that you need to be worried about, sir. However, and me personally, me personally, and his bird between the ages of 22 and 27. Let me tell you, marriage was the furthest thing from my mind in my 20s. I don't try to marry nobody. No, I was dead, but. Sir, what? Like your bird don't even connect. Like, I just it's it's a lot. It's then he want to throw religion in there. God ain't say all of this, okay? I think that I've talked to God enough to know that you know he ain't requiring all of this for marriage. That is not what a Proverbs thirty-one woman is. First of all, and. If you're not familiar with what a Proverbs 31 woman is, you can pull up a Bible on Google or you or may open your Bible app. You're grown enough to have a Bible app. Proverbs 31. I don't know what, what the hell Proverbs is, but all right, go Osses. Um, You can go to Proverbs 31 and read. What he described is not a Proverbs 31 woman. Um, but I do take issue with, like I said, there are a lot of men just like him who require so much and are offering little to nothing. And my question is, where the fuck do you get off? Because 
Now, if that's what a prophet is, then no, nah, no, nah, little baby, I don't have what it takes to marry a prophet. Not interested in marrying a prophet, actually. Me, me personally. I no, personally. no, thanks. Like, I'm not about to, I'm not about to be your holier than thou, like, wife. No, thank, no, thank you. No, thanks, but no, thanks. Just period. No, thank you. I'm good. Um, but I get tired of seeing, seeing that, um, like I said, so many men just requiring so much from women and they feel like the crumbs that they offer make them the prize and you're you're not a prize sweetheart you a chucky e. cheese ticket get out of my face you a showbiz ticket <laughs> oh take it back take it back some of y'all not hip to showbiz that was that was back in the day it was before there was Chuck E. Cheese, there was Showbiz. My thing is, I don't like everybody have their um, not requirements but preferences. And um, like, sir, this is a job application. Like, what does this pay? Okay, because I could gr- guarantee you, you don't have the money to um, satisfy the type of woman that you're Hello? looking for. If I don't have that you think you have to satisfy the type of woman, you said something there. You said sex is probably horrible. You can't cook. You don't know how to change a flat tire. So if I get one in in the front yard, you got to call AAA. Listen, okay. You said something there. If this was a job application, nigga, you can't afford my. You can't afford the salary I'm requiring. So. Real, you don't have good health insurance. When last time you been to the doctor, sir? Because, like, like I said, the man is five two with titties and no lining or receding hairlining, and your bird don't connect <laughs> with these damn. And I'm pretty sure you don't, I'm pretty sure you don't have a PhD in nothing to get no motherfuckers' nerves. <laughs> Bye, apostle, whoever the fuck. Bye. Oh, the, the apostle, why oh. preach? Child, if you wise go piece. on somewhere, do you want to take to marry a prophet? No, sir, I do not. Next. And then it's motherfucker say submit your application. And it's going to be some pick me bitch that submit an application. It's always some pick me's. Always. Let me tell you. I, I would like to be married one day. Absolutely. But mm, doing all that to get there, mm-mm. I'd be single for the rest of my life if that if that was the case. If I got to submit an application to be with you, no. Nah. I love yeah, I love to the bottom of his feet. I doubt it. <laughs> if he's talking about fill out an application, nigga, what? Nigga, who? No. Listen. Hell no. So I see that we have an article here about the most common deal breakers in relationships. Yeah, so um I went on the Googles and I found an article that talked about uh the most common deal breakers and uh in relationships and one is lying. I feel like we grown. I can't whoop you. You can't whoop me. You can't put me on punishment. The most you could do so is... What the fuck you lying you for? So you don't need to lie. Abuse, physical, verbal, emotional, any kind of abuse, no, because the last nigga that hit me, like, he got shot in the ass. But uh, we're not going to talk about that. As day. he should have. But yeah, we don't do abuse around her. Anger issues. Um, See a therapist, because it could be something from your past. It could be something that triggers you. Most of the time it is something from the past. Like I'm glad that side, side note, I'm glad that a lot more men, especially black men are starting to go to therapy because there, uh, there are more that I feel need to, but at this point, there are a lot who are going and they are unpacking past traumas. And I'm really, really, truly happy to see that. Um, because yeah, like going to therapy helps you unpack shit that you didn't know you needed to unpack. Right. 
And that helps you in your relationships, helps you in your relationship with yourself and how you deal with things. So absolutely, because you getting mad over like arguments, you end up in an argument over something minuscule that just you were triggered, but it was because it's because of some past shit that you haven't dealt with. Um, affairs. I I can't especially affairs that lead with like kids and our, I, mm-hmm. I love mine. I ain't give a fuck. And people's like, oh, you didn't try to, nope. Nope. That's where you want to be. I'm going to give you your um, passport to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fight with nobody. Um, addiction. That's another thing that goes with like abuse. Like you need to seek help for your addiction, mm-hmm. whether it's a gambling addiction, sex addiction, uh drug addiction shit food addiction porn addiction all types of shit addiction that that really you need help mm-hmm. and maybe you can step back into that relationship but you definitely need to seek help if you have um any type of addiction mm-hmm. then there's a uh, unambitious like i said i had a whole man a grown man tell me he could not work a job because his feet hurt and he thinks that he's supposed to listen to dr omar johnson and i yes i said omar i'm not gonna say umar because yeah never heard of it before <laughs> um you think you're supposed to listen to this motherfucker and he go no like he think that people is paying thousands of dollars for grits i don't know nobody that eating it that many grits Listen, in life but you know that's no one's eating grits like that like, nothing's gonna be handed to you nobody owe you nothing so you need to have some type of ambition whether it's you want to start your own business whether you want to um advance in the company that you work for whether you want to change your career regardless have some type of ambition don't think the shit just gonna be handed to you exactly um the next one is materialistic views. And it goes, in my opinion, it goes with society. Because society thinks you're supposed to have this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. and you're successful. When you can have this, that, and the other, and you cannot be shit. Hello. Um. So what if I got a six-carat ring on my motherfucking finger, or if I got a motherfucking half-a-carat ring on my finger? It should not matter. Yeah, for me, it's like I need us to, I need us, when it comes to material things, we need to be on the same page. Like, yes, I want a house that we can raise our family in, but it doesn't have to be the biggest house with all these extra rooms that we don't need. Because I also don't like people like that. And I feel like the more space, then people are going to be trying to come over. Yes, I want a ring, but there's a certain type of ring I want and don't come to me with a motherfucking square ass <laughs> out the mall ring okay and i mean not k's or jerry out the mall i mean the little kiosk in the middle of the mall I'm right just- like but you but you but also i also know like i've done my research and i know how much the type of ring i want like the price range which means you don't have to go spending stupid dumb amounts of money on a ring when we could put that money towards other things um vacation to take me and my kid and like and the same thing with the wedding like i didn't tell y'all numerous times about how i want my wedding to go what we not about to do is spend all this money on a wedding this thing finna be real quick and simple and then if you got money like that to drop on a wedding take me on the honeymoon because i'm trying to travel the world for like two three weeks after my wedding i'm trying to make the booty cheese clap on the balcony listen in multiple countries (laughs) like molly and um andrew when they was in um, Mexico. Her prude ass, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Them type of vibes. <laughs> um, what else on this list? Then there's kids or no kids. Me, I have a child, so I'm not opposed to um, anyone else's kids. I've dated a guy with um, a child. It, there's never been more than one. Mm-hmm. So I've dated a guy with a child. His son loved me uh, to this day but that's um, absolutely a deal breaker for me um like i've stated i've dated guys with kids um sometimes it's one um the most i've dated has been three um but also i know that sometimes when people have especially more than one kid they don't want more 
So that wouldn't work for me because I don't have, I haven't birthed any children. So I would like at least one biological child. So if, you know, I end up with somebody who doesn't want kids, that's not, um, that's not going to work for me. I was just, uh, everybody's been binging girlfriends lately. Uh, now that we're adults, we're looking at it differently. And I remember Joan and the guy Brock, like they were really good together, but they just, he did not want kids. Like he was set on that. And Joan was like, eh, yeah, I can't do this. And I've seen people like, um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Jenny Mai, the lady that's engaged to Jeezy, if I'm not mistaken, that was the thing with her and her uh, ex-husband. Because um, when people say they don't want kids, their mind usually isn't going to change. Not to say that it can't, but people are usually like solid on that. And I'm not going to, if somebody tells me they don't want kids, I'm not going to marry you anyway because you might change your mind later. I'm going to take that at face value and be like, well, I can't do this because I do. Um, I have a child, so if I don't have another one, I think I'll be okay. I wouldn't mind having one more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't see myself dating a guy with a child like three and under because I feel like you still trying to get the kinks out. Mm-hmm. It may be fucking with your baby mama. It may, it's not the case in all cases, but mm-hmm. survey says, yeah you you still you still gonna feel some type of way or she gonna feel some type of way and like mm-hmm. I said I don't argue with motherfuckers because if you come to me talking about some motherfucker I'm gonna give you what you wanna hear <laughs> and it's gonna be all bullshit that you wanna come over here and stir in the pot let me add some seasoning look here girl don't come to me about your baby daddy when we about to get married tomorrow leave me the fuck alone okay <laughs> thank you very much um but I could I could go for one more if he doesn't want kids, that's perfectly fine with me. Um, another one on here is finances, which black people don't talk about money enough as far as managing it, but that's true too because um, you can't work hard on your credit and getting yourself together and you got a motherfucker who get $1,000 and they blow it on like a Gucci belt that's $999. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, there's personal hygiene, which shouldn't even be a climate where you should be taking your personal hygiene very very high um soap and water does very well on everyone including pets but personal hygiene then there's career goals that aligns with the ambition with me like Mm -hmm. okay you may you may be like the top cashier at home depot Mm -hmm. but if you got the position to be the motherfucking manager, like, why not go for it? Especially if you got the skills to pass it. So, um, yeah, career goals. Everybody can't be like Lynn, even though I feel like I'm a little bit like Lynn, but I'm like Lynn. Mm-mm, no, you're not. Lynn was literally like, Lynn was... Lynn had, is all mixed together. Minus Lynn the is... One part of me appreciates Lynn for not conforming to what everyone else wanted her to do but another part of me was like okay Lynn you're an adult and you need to be a responsible adult I mean eventually hey, she, she moved off off their ass for, for years, years. <laughs> in the, at the beginning in the beginning seasons Joan had stated that Lynn had already been with her for like eight years yeah, like, she was with um her and Tony and what you call they been to college. Mm-hmm. They met Lynn in college, so yeah. I'm like, girl, she eventually got it, but god damn, girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. The next one is family and friends, which yeah, like your mama shouldn't like dictate what we do in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, if you if that you feel that type of way, go fuck your mama then. Hey, I, like. But yeah, so friends and family jealousy. Okay, let me. Is this on? Okay, it's on. So I can't deal with no jealous man. The last guy that I was seeing for a minute, he was very jealous. 
One thing about Teresa, Teresa know people, okay? Most of the people that Teresa know are possibly men because I used to go to, like, the lock-ins. I used to mm-hmm. go to limelight. If I wasn't with my friends, I was by myself. I would go somewhere by myself. And these men used to just basically see me and be like, are you by yourself? And they, it was never nothing sexual. That's why I have platonic male friends that get me in check because they know how I am. So also lived in this, like people don't, I don't get how people don't understand. If I've been in the same city my whole life or the majority of my life, and especially as small as St. Louis is, what makes you think that I'm not going to know most of you? And not only that, like I like cars. So a lot of like, especially like if I go to a car show with a dude like mm-hmm. I went to a car show with a dude he was like how you know this nigga how you know that dude how you know this dude how you know that dude look at her <laughs> okay I know and then like at the end I was like I know them because I fucked them so you go <laughs> and then you go back and ask the dude the dude was like fuck no I ain't fuck her that's like that's, that's like, what you that's, thought that's, so I'm gonna go ahead and play with you that's what you thought that's what I'm gonna tell you I get it. I cannot stand no jealous man. I like me. I hey, okay. If you have not looked at me, I'm a pretty big pretty. In the words of Jennifer Lewis, oh, she's a big pretty thing. <laughs> so I'm a pretty girl. So I'm gonna take pictures. I took pictures. He was mad about the like, dude. Find you something to be upset with. Cause this ain't it, boo boo. Like, I, and I ain't it, okay? Because you have past issues from someone cheating on you. Don't mean that. I ain't got nothing to do with it. Yo, your insecurity. I'm not saying not no jealous, man. Like, what you jealous? Or you jealous of? Because I could get shit popping and you can't. Like shit that you've been trying to do, I could go ahead and do it if I put my mind to it. Again, that's a personal issue you got to deal with. Um, me. I like a certain level of jealousy and a certain type of jealousy. Like, I like a motherfucker that's gone, that's gonna like, uh, what that girl said, I get active, little baby. Like, I feel like I wanna know you, like, you care. Um, If somebody come at me wrong, well, that ain't really jealousy. That's more just being protective, but it's, to me, it's a, it's I think it's kind of cute when men get a little jealous mm-hmm. to a certain extent. I'm like, oh, I don't, you I don't want no jealous man at all. But Bye. also, the so I dated one guy who, and it you drove me so crazy because I was like, you that insecure. So he would do <laughs> like, um, he would do things like, it's one o'clock in the morning. What you taking a shower for? You just got done fucking. And I was like, I'm just now about to go to bed. So I'm taking a shower. What are you talking about? And he's, his thing was, well, I know how much you love sex. No, sir, you're mistaken. I like sex with you. And if I, but, but that's the thing. Like I'm not, I'm a, when I'm not in a relationship, I'm not really like, it's not like I'm out here trying to have sex every other day. When I am in a relationship, I might be a little horn dog. If, if it's bomb, then hey, maybe it shouldn't be so bomb. Then maybe I won't want it all the time. But he would do stuff like that. And I was like, you really that jealous. And then um, again, it was, again, one, I feel like for me, it was a big mistake. It was the first and last time I had ever dated somebody I worked with. And he would get mad anytime somebody, like another man would talk to me. Why are you giggling all in this nigga face? I'm like, you mad? Because I'm happy. That brings back a story. So people know my brother about his cars. Mm-hmm. So um one day me and my brother we riding somewhere like i'm not your friends with you i'm your sister so i'm not riding Mm -hmm. in the back sorry i may be driving you never know Mm -hmm. so um saw his cousin his cousin hit him up like hey i saw your lady in like such and such truck what's up with that i done told this fool this my brother like my brother done told you like he my brother i know we told y'all men got some more than women but <laughs> okay and then not only that man okay we're gonna get on that another time. 
not only that, like, if I, even if you're not my biological brother, if I call you my brother, I don't look at you in no sexual way, okay? Period. So if, I've ever, if I've ever called you bruh or brother, just know. Ain't nothing right sexual that. going that's on. Right you so you might as well recline in your seat. But he was like, so if this your brother, what you doing all in his car? Excuse me? How do you sound? Like a dumbass. If it's my brother, what am I doing in his car? Hmm. The same way if it was my daddy and I'd be in his damn car too. Stupid. Mind Stupid. your business. Stupid. And get off the jealousy train because I ain't got time. I can't stand. I'm sorry. I don't do jealousy. Not well. It don't sit well with me. It don't look good. It's not It's not flattering to my figure. Because no. my thing is, what are you jealous about? If I'm if I'm yours and you mine or however you want to word it because that I don't know that that wording may bother somebody because they feel like don't nobody belong to nobody but whatever if we fucking around with each other or we in a relationship what are you worried about I don't like insecure men like big we've talked about this before big dick energy a man with big dick, big dick energy, energy ain't about to be worried about what nan another nigga doing because he know that he he's he's secure in this that's what I like talk to me nice and so this the next one goes with jealousy that's controlling like you can't control nothing that i do i am grown okay i don't like no nigga who feel like oh you need to wear your hair this way the the same man he had an issue with how i did i cut my hair because i'm grown because it's my hair because it grows on my head my grandfather has an issue with me cutting my hair sir do you pay for my haircuts no is my haircut affecting your haircut? No. Is your barber cutting my hair and not cutting your hair? No. Don't worry about my hair. Don't worry about nothing that I do because you can't control me, okay? No. Can't stand. For me, that kind of ties into the um, financial thing. Like I had said before, my mom taught me to yeah. always that I have my own. I feel like when you don't have your own and you're solely dependent on a man for um, to financially take care of you, that absolutely comes with control. He, he feel like he can tell you what to, oh, I pay for this, so you can't. What, what you can do, when you can do it, how and when you come, what you, like, it's too much. Like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. And not to say that all men who financially take care of their women do that because all of them don't. I'm aware of that. But many of them do. Yeah. So the next one is um high maintenance. Um I really dealt with no man that's high maintenance, but I feel like we be more high maintenance than they are. I've I've met some men. I never dealt with them, but I've met some men that's high that, uh, high maintenance. But um, and that just goes into the factor of know who you approaching. Because if she tell you she about her her money and her ducats, you can't get mad when you in a situation where you got a kid and she's still about her money and her ducats. So I just want somebody like if you're courting me or you're in a relationship with me. I just want you to be able to meet the standard that I've set for myself. Like I stay in my financial lane. So we, you know, we've talked before about, you know, when we go out to eat, you know, we might run up a little, a little bill or whatever. So I need you to be able to afford that if we go out, because I know that I can afford it myself there. I stay in a certain price range when it comes to the type of bags that I purchase. So I like those type of bags from my man. If that's what you're getting me, like I just so I just want you to be able to meet what meet the standard that I've set for myself. I'm not gonna expect anything from a man that I can't do for myself. Me personally, um, I'm not. I ain't got Birkin money, so I'm not gonna expect the Birkin. I mean, a Birkin is a nice. It would be nice. But... I, it would be nice, but I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I'm not gonna expect one because. I can't afford a Birkin, so. I, I got like, yeah. I ain't gonna say what kind of money I got, but we just gonna like, I don't have, I don't have like yeah. whatever. I don't know how much Birkins cost exactly. I know there are multiple thousands of dollars. Okay. Um, I'm not spending that kind of money on a bag. They're not cute to me, but it's a good investment. 
they um they're hard to get. So that's why I look at it as investment. But they not cute to me. But like you could win me over with a cute case spade. Yeah, like just or like I said, meet meet the standard that I've set for myself. Um, I've been called high maintenance. Um, but it's usually been by men who couldn't afford to maintain the high that I've set for myself. So I don't really know. And clearly they're not here anymore. So there's that. I mean, I spend when I spend when I go to the nail shop. Like if I tell you me getting my me getting my nails and my feet done plus a tip is gonna run me about 160, then you giving me fifty dollars to get my nails done is not gonna do anything, sweets. It's not gonna do anything. And don't suggest that I go to a cheaper nail salon because no. Because I want my nails how I want my nails. I want my nails how I want my nails. I want the service that I get when I, you know, so that's, that's for me, that's all it is. If you think I'm high maintenance and okay, I just want whoever I'm with to match the standard that I've set for myself. And I'm going to do the same. Like now, um, what the, you know, the, the interwebs were all up in arms the other day because Ari bought um, her boy, her boyfriend a car. I don't have that kind of money. I'm not finna buy you. I'm not finna buy you no Maybach or you know Rolls Royce or. I, I don't own a Maybach or a Rolls Royce. Okay. <laughs> so I'm so not. I'm not about to don't do expect it. one for me. Okay. Now what I may be able to do is get you a nice watch, get you some nice cologne, you know, okay. something like that. You, but, um, if you my husband, you probably could get the PS5. If I ain't got to fight nobody, but I said husband. Not dating, not boyfriend. Right. That's what you talking my Sonic Queen. Too much as single men. I'm not doing all that for somebody that's not. Don't get me wrong. I like being spoiled. So I don't have any problems spoiling my man. But keyword, my man. I'm not spoiling somebody that's not my man. In the words of my granny, my man. (laughs) That's just something I am not doing. So the next one, uh, 16 and 17, uh, 16 and 18, uh, we'll come back to 17, but 16 and 17, 16 is keeping the relationship in darkness and number 18 is acceptance. So um, 16 basically is talking about keeping your relationship a secret because you don't accept that person and you're embarrassed by them. And then, like I said, number 18 is acceptance. So they go hand in hand for me because if you feel like you got to keep me in the dark, then you don't need to fuck with me. Okay. Because I should be the sunshine in your relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be in the dark. Okay. What did Megan the Stallion say? She said, I'm too sexy to be fucking undercovers. Meaning you don't need to fuck me in the darkness you don't need to hide me from nobody Please. i need to be if you with me you need to it needs to be known that you with me now i'm not I like, saying i like privacy now i, I am gonna say, yeah, but let, let me let me rewind it back not i'm not saying that you have to plaster me all over social media but when a motherfucker see you they know that you with me and when a motherfucker see me they know that they you know you're you unavailable so um yeah i am very very big on privacy um very so i need somebody who's big on it like what you're not about to see is fifty thousand pictures of us posted all over my instagram but you also gonna know um don't bring that to me because i'm unavailable i got a whole ass man all right and he don't play about me and vice versa because so, my man to shoot this whole place up. My man will shoot all this shit up. What y'all Miami say? Uh, <laughs> my man to beat you hoes up about me. He said that's on pyro in the background, but <laughs> whatever. He look like um, he hoes up. He do. Yeah, he do. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one is selfishness. I can't stand a selfish person. Not just in a relationship, just period everything Uh has to be about them is i i i me 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 if you're in a relationship friendship whatever this should be about two people so it shouldn't be tit for tat none of that you should be a team okay together that's the whole purpose of a relationship together can't stand Uh no selfish person at all be considerate of other people needs otherwise your own because that person may need you not on a financial sense, but just 
a, a ear or whatever. And you can't give that because you too stuck in yourself. Right. Ignoring why they ain't did nothing for you when they probably did it. You just ignoring it because it ain't how you want it. Yeah, I can't do selfishness at all. These are facts. Next one is religion. Um, I mean, I love God. Don't you love God? What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, good feeling. Sometimes your gut fucks you up, but nine times out of ten, that good be right. So it's just all uh have facts before you assume. Right. That's where a lot of the good feeling, anxiety, some of that instead of um instead of knowing we have a good feeling and a good feeling be nine times out of ten wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to religion. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I need us to be on uh, on the same wavelength with that um, because that is something big um, that can definitely come between couples. Um, and for me, I need you to believe in something, um, some higher power. Uh, I don't really need you to be a part of a religion um i'm a spiritual person and i would want to be with somebody who is um spiritual and to to some extent um because otherwise i feel like you're gonna be looking at me crazy and not understanding um a lot of things for me are spiritual um and i'm still growing in that and learning more about my spirituality Um, I'm definitely starting to um, learn and dive more into African spirituality. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not to say that the person I'm with has to, you know, dive into that too, but it would be dope if they cared to even learn a little bit about it. Um, I think that would be um, great. But religion, um, because there is definitely a difference between religion and spirituality. Um, I don't really need to be with somebody who's a religious person. Um, And if they are religious, I think it would depend on one, what religious they uh, practice and two, what they, what they expect from me, um, what they expect from me. So like, for instance, if you expect me to get up and go to church every morning, I mean, every Sunday, we probably not going to work because I'm, I'm not going to do it. I ain't even going to lie to you. Because some days I like to worship at uh, Bedside Baptist. And I have my own, like, and you can. I have my own spiritual practices. Like, that's as simple as I can put it. Um, so, yeah. So, that's. Like I, like I said, I, I do need someone who is spiritual in some sense. I need you to believe in some higher power. Yeah, because I, I don't have a, like a destined religion. Mm-hmm. I definitely believe in a higher power. Like I said, I could be praying right now and I'll be like, God, look at her. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but them people had me effed up. Right, God probably be looking at me like, "Girl, you really getting on my nerves." But I'm sorry, we working together to make me better. But you can't force a religion on someone, and that's where a lot of people, not just in relationships, families, mess up because you're trying to force somebody into a religion that's not. I ain't gonna say not fit for them. Mm Well, I guess you can say not fit for them, but your beliefs and my beliefs just don't go together. Right. So, so, um, and those were the 20, um, the 20 things on the most, what I say, the top 20 deal breakers. There mm-hmm. we go. Um, I also, you know, per usual, went to Facebook and asked my lovely Facebook friends, um, like, what was their deal breakers? And um, a lot of people said uh, financial instability, Mm -hmm. uh, unstable, (laughs) job history, hygiene, um, 
able to listen, which is and comprehend, which is communication. Mm-hmm. Um, lying was a, a bigger one. Cheating, inconsistency, abuse of any kind, irresponsible. Again, communication popped up. Insecurity popped up. Uh, you got the few goofy people. Uh, one of my friends said, "Over easy eggs." <laughs> <laughs> smoking crack (laughs) um uh one said being stuck in your ways um one of my good guy friends saying nagging bringing your baggage from your past relationship Mm -hmm. uh again lying cheating came in there again uh another baby which that's my story another baby came and i was like oh okay there you go two fingers see you um and then like lying the biggest thing that i keep seeing lying cheating communication yeah communication is like i said that anxiety um because if we can't communicate like now here's here's a here's a moment of self-accountability i know that i am not always the easiest person to be around or talk to and i will own it but i want and my partner, somebody who is, and that's not a, and that's not a me being stuck in my ways type of thing, because it's definitely something that I'm working on, but it's also, uh, if I do something that bothers you, communicate that to me. Don't just shut down and shut me off. Like if I said something that rubbed you the wrong way, or if you didn't like how I handled the situation, then communicate to me. Or if I, ask you to do something and you got a problem like whatever the case is communicate with me because if I can't communicate with the person that I'm in a relationship with then if we can't communicate then and for me we can't do shit because I'm um like I said in a previous episode I'm more of a I don't necessarily want to go to be mad but don't just sweep the subject under the rug. I absolutely then don't pop back up. Don't un- then you don't understand why I'm upset. I, so. get, that. I get that fully. Um, I'm really big on not going to bed angry because ain't neither one of us guaranteed to wake up in the morning. But what I will honor is that if you need space, say that. Say, all right, we gonna talk about this in the morning. I'm 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 a little bothered right now. I just I don't want to talk about it right now. But see that stuff like I've known people who like they be mad um and they be walking around the house not talking to each other and sleeping in separate beds. I'm not doing that. Cuz at that point you might as well be single. We're not doing that. I wish I would walk around the house and walk around the house with somebody I live with and not talk to them. The fuck I, I'm not doing that. If you I'm mad for a minute, huh? but then I'm gonna crack a joke and talk shit to you. Then we are gonna figure it out. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't like that. And, and then if you is mad, you still better cuddle me. Or I'm gonna beat your ass in your sleep. Listen, I'm still about to toot this ass up on you. Now you and then if we end up with makeup sex, I'm definitely gonna be talking shit while you hitting it from the back. I might not get none tonight, but you at least better touch me. Like, you ain't gonna walk around here not touching me and not talking to me. That's just what we not gonna do. I'm not doing that. Oh, you gonna touch me and you ain't gonna turn it down or you gonna get beat in your <laughs> period. <laughs> now, I ain't talking about beat your meat sleep, okay? Nah. But, um, yeah, it's it's just a whole... It's, it's a whole lot of deal breakers that's out there. Um... And I did ask the question, like, what would, would you add your deal breakers into your prenup? All of them, no. Um, But I know, so I know a lot of people who do prenups, they do um, affairs, affairs go in there, um, go in their prenups. I've even heard if, this is petty, but I've heard of it before that if someone starts making less than what they were making um, when they met, because I guess that person feels like they can't offer their financial stability any, anymore. In my opinion, I think this 
little shallow, but I don't. People get accustomed to certain lifestyles. Um, and if they feel like you can't provide that lifestyle anymore, then they don't want you. Um, True. So, um, I've heard somewhere they go as far as um, like, oh, if you gain weight after the baby, nigga, what? Listen, like a whole human just came out my pussy. I, I push I your know. baby out of my coochie, and you got the nerve. And yo, if you got a big head, so your baby gonna have a big head, nigga. Please. So maybe I should say that if your hairline start receding, it's over. Ooh, if your hairline start receding, okay. So you if your sex drive gets, if I can't get it when I want it, we might as well wrap this up. <laughs> Period. So. Period. Period. Poo. <laughs> Period. Period. It with five dots and exclamation points <laughs> but again y'all we appreciate y'all taking y'all time to check us out we welcome all feedback and commentary uh when live listening use the hashtag or when listening period use the hashtag uh love drop pod on social media uh post about the show send us your reviews um we're open to it we appreciate you all and make sure you all follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Love Drought Podcast and like us on Facebook at Love Drought Podcast. Don't forget to share with your friends and loved ones, coworkers. Hey, if you and your work wife or work husband take a lunch break together, you know, maybe y'all can listen to the podcast while y'all on lunch. Um, but if you get in trouble about behind that, don't call us. Um, your neighbor <laughs> or whoever just share like comment remember we are open to all positive feedback we want to get better and better with each and every episode you all have been with us for four months now so we hope you are around for much longer so and we want to make sure you know we continue to improve with each and every episode so let us know what you want to hear um, or, you know,